What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Toronto Man's Podcast. It's your boy Lala. Yo, this RC coming at you extra fresh because I'm in a, a duck cleaned home, dog. Bro, no <laughs> dusty particles just flying all up a in there. Duck cleaned, bro. Yo, I'm actually jealous of that, bro. Yo. I need to get that shit done in my crib. And the wildest thing is, it wasn't Dev Kumar calling from Bangalore who <laughs> got the sale or, you know, Yusuf calling from Karachi call center Saturday on duck cleaning at the end of the day <laughs> yeah. my parents literally just googled it I'm like yo bro 20 duck cleaning guys call you a day you can't give one of them the business <laughs> yo <laughs> those guys are listening to this feeling hella arms They're out right now They're like yo arms. bro we've been calling I feel like this is how I feel I feel like duck cleaning and I know we've discussed this before I feel like duck cleaning uh call guys are like the dudes who send unsolicited dick pics because <laughs> Because it must work on somebody. There must be somebody oh, it's, yeah. who gets that, it's a numbers gets game, that call and be like, you know what? I actually do need duck cleaning. And then they call <laughs> the guy. Just like some kind one, like one time some dude just sent like a poorly lit D-pick and a girl was like, you know what? It's a Tuesday. Ah. It's a Tuesday. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> what um, yeah, but uh, that was it. So the house is crispy. Obviously, it's not even my house. I just had to come pay for it and supervise the guy. But obviously, Brown family. Obviously, bra- yo, like, brown son duties. You got to do it. Yeah. It's like, hey, can you come um, supervise the duck cleaning guy and then also pay for him? And then in the, but the problem with now is now, okay, like back in the day when a dude was cleaning your ducks, you knew it. Like, <laughs> Like they came in with these fucking like vats and like vacuums. This new guy, like, I didn't even know if he did the job or not. My mom was yelling. She's like, why did you pay him? He didn't do anything. I'm like, he did. He showed me. (laughs) This guy just came with like a vacuum that didn't even actually vacuum. He just made some sounds. He just stuck it in. It made some noise real quick. He's like, all right, done. The best is because the way they make their money, right, is they come because mainly we did it to get the dryer cleaned out because that's a whole, whole gong show. Like any house yeah, built yeah. in the eighties, you have to suck out all the stuff on the side of the house. You can't even clean your dryer; it's like a fire hazard. Um, yeah, uh, he um, like just comes through and then like has this little th- the the dude in the van who's supposed to give us the upsells, right? right. Like that guy, he didn't even bother because he's like, no, nah, it's a brown house; they're not going to get the upsells. Yeah, he like, just, forget about it. He stayed yeah. in the van. He didn't There's even no come out. It's like when you go to Mr. Lube and they don't even bother. Like when I pull into Mr. Lube and they see me, they're just like, uh, just the regular, right, sir? No extra charges, no anything else. Um, well, like don't even, don't even bother. You know, if anything, I'm going to negotiate you down. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll be like, yo, give me the, the premium filter, but for half dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll throw in this half bag of rice. Yo, I honestly, I think I would give duck cleaning guys my business if they just were more honest. Like they left me more honest voicemails. Like it would just be like, <laughs> <laughs> if, if they just go with the honest approach, it'll, it'll work. It'll just be like, like, hello, sir. This is Amir from Karachi calling. I've been subcontracted by Dave's Duck Cleaning in Toronto. I get paid per commission about uh, 150 rupees. So listen, I know that in the end of the day, you don't need your ducks cleaned. You know that it's a scam. I know that it's a scam. But yar, it's almost going to be Eid. So just, you know, do the duck cleaning. Pay for your mummy's duck cleaning. I'm shaking my head on the line here. Okay, just do the duck cleaning. Yaar. Let me get some mitai. My wife is really riding my ass right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd be like, yo, 
you know what, bro? I got you. I got you. Mom, right, here's just- $175 for ducks. <laughs> yeah. Just come through. Come through with your tube that makes noise that doesn't actually suck yeah, anything just, out. Yeah, just like squirt, 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 spray. He's over. He was yeah. gone in 20 minutes. So I don't know if I paid for anything in the end, to be honest. Yeah, you know, but it, but it made your mom feel better. And that's all yeah. that matters. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. I was like, yo, Eid Mubarak, mom. guys listen it's probably it's probably Eid when y'all hearing this message yo Eid Mubarak we survived another one so you do two things right now okay first you need to get some good deeds because I know you didn't do a great job in Ramadan so finish off strong get your mom duck cleaning for Eid all right (laughs) Mother's Day just passed it's a two for one bro it's a two for one Okay. Duck cleaning mans are out here listening to this. Like, yes, finally yeah. payday. Yo, it's gonna be like a surge. Your duck cleaning mans, pay them. Yo, get them. We need to partner with like a duck cleaning joint and just get like the promo code thrown in. You know what I mean? TMP twenty, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if you're a duck cleaning company. We will give you the best duck cleaning ads you ever heard. You don't need telemarketing. Like, no, <laughs> motherfucker. Okay, your mom's <laughs> is mad at you. Just get those duck cleans, dog. You're gonna. Be it'll be st- like, yo, it'll be our anchor. It'll be our anchor ad. Be like, yeah, psh, yo, fam, get your duck clean. <laughs> you know I know your ducks are mad, Dusty. Eh? Your mans are coughing. You don't want to be coughing on a first date post COVID, eh? <laughs> 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 so, anyways, it's it's clean. I got it. They're doing Eid Mubarak to anybody listening. I don't know what day Eid in Toronto you're celebrating. celebrating yeah, man. yeah. It's, it's yeah. like there's like six different opinions on when you can celebrate Eid in Toronto now. Shit's becoming more complicated than the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> <laughs> Mantle likes in there doing like math outside, triangulating when they're going to see the moon and yeah, shit. Yeah, but all I know is it's there and man's got the dab and Ramadan's over. You earned it. So if you need to, you know, slip out and get your... Literally, I had friends. <laughs> I have friends. It's so funny how my non-Muslim friends know me. They're texting me and they're like, <laughs> they're, they were literally like, they're like, yo, Ars, did you get the, did you get a one dose for Eid? And now you're going to be running wild for the next 48 hours on a bender. <laughs> the next guy, the next guy texts, he's like, yo, you know, RC already downloaded Tinder again. Cause Ramadan's <laughs> over. Preemptive. <laughs> you know, so that people know, but yeah, man, it's, uh, it's been a long year. I hope people get to enjoy or are enjoying safely. I know for our day one droppers, the people who like to listen to this right away hey be safe okay it's it's, these these lockdowns are probably going to be extended and probably need to what do you think bro i think they don't even get me started first of all yo i know they need to and it's probably they're they're for the first time actually listening to public health public health guidance you know where previously it would be like oh the numbers are going down a little bit Uh, okay let's start loosening it up and as soon as they do shoots right back back up right so this time finally they're like yo this needs to go not just a, down to a thousand, but well below a thousand. And on top of that, we're getting everyone dabbed up. So like that coupled, like we don't, we, we can't ease restrictions just with like just a little bit of a, of a downward trend. We need to let it go all the way down. So we don't make the same mistakes as before because this shit has been insanity. But all that said, let me, let man's golf, bro. Like, yo, <laughs> let man's, let man's out on the course. You know what I'm saying like, yo, was that too much to ask? You know what I'm saying? No. Nah. Like, yo. Let man's let man's hit the let man's hit the greens. Let man's on the links. I get it because I think I I think it was the same doctor, the one who said I'm losing track of how many public health doctors we have now at this point. Like who's giving what info? But I think the public health table too was like, no, we unequivocally said 
outdoor activities are the safe thing to do and you shouldn't be stopping them. And I don't know why you're stopping them. Yeah. And look, I get it. I get the reason why they did this. They, they want to remove any reason for anybody to go anywhere. Right. So as soon as you, as soon as you allow one thing, everyone's like, Oh, well, if that's safe, then tennis is safe. And if tennis is safe, then curling is safe. Let's all, you know what I mean? Like and if every- curling is safe, then a 40 person outdoor orgy in Trinity Bellwood is safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And man saw this shit on the news about that 150 person party in Chinatown. Oh. Like, bro, what are these? Yo, they had like thirteen thousand dollars worth of juice in there. It's like, yo, what are people yo, doing? Yo, these guys bro? had more. It juice. was a jam. These guys had more juice than Rebel Nightclub, dog. Yo, I'm <laughs> saying, yo, these kids are out here not giving a fuck, bro. That is the wildest. Yo, it honest, like one fifty under the radar. Like that is like in some back alley. They had like people's like cameras from their from like the back alleys, like showing man's just going into this like back door. Yo, honestly, legit. I wondered if it's in the plaza that I used to live in back in the day in Kensington Market, dude. <laughs> <laughs> because there was so it wasn't on the Kensington side. It was on the it was on the. I, to be honest, I have no idea what side. They just said. Police. It was at Dundas and Huron. Yeah. To, okay. Oh, it was on the Dundas. Oh, it was in those. It was like, on the AGO side. Oh, on the U. Oh, AGO. Closer to that. I mean, like, yo, man's all the area. Yo, that's another. So, okay, we're adding to the list. I'm literally updating the list as we go. So, uh, obviously, we got Lumen, right? Obviously, we got Lumen. Yo, we got Lumen. Dave's Hot Chicken. Dave's still not hollering Lumen. at us. <laughs> Lumen. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so, we need uh, a duck cleaning company to come through. Come through if you, if you, you can be first mover advantage. And then, AGO, where are you guys? You're sleeping on your boy, RC. I have been plugging the AGO play. Mans know about it. And these guys are not giving me a free membership. Bro, word's going to get around to them soon. Trust me. Well, as soon as they open up, they're going to be like, yo, allow it. Allow RC one Lau. time. He's been, he's been running, yeah, he's been running this I wanna, for years. I want to host an AGO night. Like, I want a Friday night <laughs> AGO night. Like, Toronto Man's Pod recording live TMP from the AGO. AGO night is going to happen. I'm telling you. Bro, this is in the future. I'm telling you. I'm putting, I'm putting it in the universe. It's going to happen. Yeah. I think we need to start live accelerating our timelines. Like, one of my friends was saying, he's basically like, RC, I think you're doing well, but I want you to really accelerate. So, he's like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pay a little bit of money and hire like a hitman. And like, I'm going to give you a year to like sell out the ACC for like a comedy special. And if you don't, man's are just going to pull up on you like Jason Bourne. (laughs) You don't know when, you don't know where, bro. So it's like the ticker just starts running, yo. Men's are just going to be walking down like Spadina. All of a sudden, this van shows up like in old school. Just fucking back over the head throws him in. So, yo, like, listen, guys, if you're out here, you know, you're feeling the TMP love. Like your boy RC doesn't have a long time. I'm left now like yo the yo the hourglass the hourglass is on the move the sand is falling bro i'm starting a kickstarter to fund <laughs> i'm starting a kickstarter to basically fund me not getting taken over by an assassin like that. <laughs> that's, what, like that's, what, that's what it is yeah that 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 one was wild man I, ago side like bro this is what i'm saying like I, I, here's the thing i agree like it's just this sucks it really blows but already when it's locked down, mountains are running 150 man jams in in Yo. like one of those cut like one of those gotcha UFT housings, like student ghetto, <laughs> yeah. bro. And then your boy, and then your boy John Tory is like, I don't know what planet these people are from. <laughs> Yo, they're they're from planet we want to fuck. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> people, that's but that's like this is what I'm saying. Like, there's levels to this shit. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's like okay, I get it. You're not going to be the biggest rule abider. Fine. I accept that that's going to happen. 
but be like, all right, I'll date maybe one more girl, you know, or like I'll see two more friends. Like, dog, why are you taking Laval nightclub and turning it onto Harvard Street? <laughs> like, this is what I want. To know. I it mean, was literally like it was like the capacity of like cold tea backyard. Yo, in in this one joint. Yeah, yeah, like real flex. I don't know why you guys didn't invite us, but <laughs> it's uh that's that's wild, dude. And like and I, it's everything's falling up. I'm worried. Everything's falling apart because on the one hand you have that, right? On the next hand you have these ridiculous we talked about this last week, but it needs to be yeah. said again. Like, dude, every fucking weekend these protesters going up and down Young Street absolute psychopaths like it's nuts bro all these people talking about communism here's what i want to know you should have to walk up to that protest and you should have to be like hey are you on serb did you take any serb any crb any government funding yeah we're just gonna write you a quick receipt for that pay it back and you can join this protest yo watch how many <laughs> of those anti-communists would turn around so quick and just go back home man this is garbage it's crazy how how far they take these like these small rules like it's 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 as if public health measures are like are sit, sitting there just to like oppress the shit out of you. This is this is just like it's good for you. It's good for everybody else. Just why is it that hard to put a cloth over your mouth? Why bro, is it that hard? It's insane, bro. These people are insane. Yeah. And like, yo, I've seen enough people rolling through this protest. Like, no one's hollering at you anyway. So just stay home, dog. <laughs> it's such a it's such a it's such a selfish way of looking at things. But like, it's as if people forget the social contract that is like society. Right. Like there's things that we do for collective good and these fucking idiots, bro. Like they're they're just like, nah, me, 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 me. How dare you oppress my rights? Me, 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 me. It's like, bro, chill. This is like this is for the you think somebody just magically comes and picks up the garbage in front of your house? No, it's a part of the social contract. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's things we all do for collective good that we do together. This guy's on his he's on his Jean-Jacques Rousseau tonight, bro. No, bro. <laughs> man, like, philosophy <laughs> class, bro. Was that him or was that Bentham, bro? I don't remember. Who did the social contract, man? I think it was one of those know, Swiss man. dudes, bro. <laughs> no, but you're right, dude. And here's the thing. Like, there's levels to this, right? P- people who are on the front lines are complaining. They're complaining about, like, changing rules, protocols. But it's one thing to be like, yo, I don't like some of this. It's another to be like, oh, you know what? I just can't take it. I saw one friend. Like, I'm not encouraging any of this. But like, bro, these people are literally rolling down. And here's the thing that really pissed me off. Do you remember when there was supposed to be that one Black Lives Matter protest in Toronto? Fucking Holt Renfrew was like barricading their store like it was Fort Knox. They had like armed Crazy. guards chilling outside. These guys are marching every fucking weekend. They're essentially wearing like MAGA hats. Like they don't give a fuck about anything. Nobody's boarding up their stores. Why? Why? Is it because like literally 70% of these people on the street are white? Dude, I know people going to these protests and I'm saying it right now. Like don't at me online and don't approach me in real life. This is nonsense. Like the fact that you guys are so selfish and the police literally are not giving out tickets there. They're just literally riding along with them. Right? Because they're worried about these guys protesting, but they're already protesting. They're already extend that's the stupidest part. They're literally taking part in an action that's going to extend the very lockdown they're opposing. They're so stupid, dude. They're so yeah. stupid. They don't believe that this is real. They're like the pandemic's not real. Like just drop any one of these fools into an ER for like 30 minutes. Bro, they'll come home crying like fucking babies dog if they had to go yeah that. these same motherfuckers think that there's a there's a, a chip being put into us by va- like you know what i mean like the the microchip vaccine shit. okay it's but like, for real right. that one's for real because that's why they that's why they discontinued az dog 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's like, why they bro, got rid of AstraZeneca, dude. <laughs> yo, after getting after getting my shot, man, I have like a crazy inclination to go buy like the newest version of Microsoft Office. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just it just yeah, I, could, I don't know. I can't explain it, bro. I just need to go get it, bro. It's just like the memes going around. Yo, Bill Gates just vaccinated everyone up, all the hot shorties, and now he's just pressing the button, and they're drawn to his house, dude. Now that he's- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just hit the button hit the button and they're all rolling through man but yeah they're getting rid of your your astrazeneca your favorite vaccine dog that's fu- that's crazy like i don't know why it t- i don't know why it took them this long but i mean like it's just every week it's like a new thing right so before it's like oh it's mrna vaccines are the preferred now it's like oh the risks are too great for us to to keep it out there so alberta and ontario are pausing az now and it's like, okay, why did it take this long? If if the if the other European countries were like, no, 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 we ain't feeling this. Isn't it's not worth the risk. Any risk is we're pulling it. And then it took us what three, four months. It's like back back a few months ago when those countries were doing it, where it's like, oh yeah, y'all don't want it. Give us extra. Give us extra. Yo, we're down for the risk. Yo, That's what we was happening. Need, we're ordering we, more, bro. Yo, we needed it because your boy JT Justin Trudeau wants to get us to. Yo, remember last week we were talking about White Boy Summer. Yo, JT just <laughs> one up this guy. He said, yo, everyone chill. Keep the lockdowns going. And then we're going to have one dose summer. Oh, shit. <laughs> yo, white boy summer remix. Yo, white boy summer remix. It's one dose summer, two dose fall, four dose fuck fest. Like, that's what, <laughs> <laughs> like, like December, like that's what it's going to be, dog. It's like one shot, two shot, three shot orgy. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, then you know what that means, right? New Year's Eve this year. I know we both hate New Year's Eve, but New Year's Eve this year is just going to be unnecessarily wild. Bro, TMP throwing a New Year's Eve party. We're putting it on a wax <laughs> New Year's Eve party, phone in the bin. Phone in the up. bin. All phones in the bin. When you leave, you don't even get the same phone you came with. You get somebody else's phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But I think that's what they're trying, like not to play devil's advocate. It's like, look, you're moving, you're dealing with a pandemic, you're dealing with a health crisis, data is changing on the ground. But at the same time, like this messaging doesn't help, right? Like there's already people who don't trust this process. Some of them rightfully so like historically colored communities, like all these things. Right. But it's like, Doug, he just had to, he'd be like, yo, the right vaccine for you is the one that you can get right now. And then they're like, yo, are you sure this was good? He's like, it, it was good at the time, dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what though bless now we have like surplus coming in of yeah. like pfizer's and moderna's so like great i'm just i was just a little bit worried because uh my parents had that az real quick like early yeah and so now it's like yo should we just it's been like a solid two months and they haven't had the second yeah so now it's like yo let's just get them on the mrna and call it a day right but yeah. like we're waiting for that there's that there's that study in the uk about mixing doses yeah so let's see what comes of that and then they're gonna make a decision but i know, get it anyway. and, and i think look it's on the whole it's that science and public health like you want to do what's safer i still think even if you look at all the data like the risk factor it was like marginally more but they're kind of like well we're not getting that many of these so let's save these for second doses so i think like i understand the challenge of of messaging and then, but I think on the whole, like, let's do what's safer. So at the end of the day, if they have to eat some crow and go back, like, let's do it. But also, like, I just say, like, look, there's risks of clotting and all these things. And a lot of things, there's risk of, you're higher, you're still higher risk of getting clots from COVID and contracting COVID. And yeah. also, yo, I'm just going to say it out here, man. People are like, oh, my chest is hurting. I think I have a clot. Be like, nah, bro, you just had too many samosas for iftar, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it's not the vaccine. 
it's the three chicken sandwiches you broke your fast with. Okay. <laughs> so. Bro, nothing, nothing beats though. Like I saw the headline today uh, and it just, the headline was Ontario will no longer give AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine as first dose due to blood clot risk. And I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, you read it and you just have to do it with the Jamaican accent at the end. Cause it's just fucking hilarious. I actually think they should just put an auto filter on any news source that ever mentions is the word blood clot and find like the best person with the most accurate, perfect Jamaican accent, like and and read it. Accent, just read it. So anytime it would be like a CNN, it'd be like, well, the problem with AstraZeneca is a co- blood clot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. All right. Well, I'm going to go finish off my chicken sandwich real quick on that note. And then let's come back after the break. We'll be right back. And we back. Yo, um, so who won last week? Team Lala or Team Taos? Yo, actually, that's a good point to bring up. Um, I, I know Telsey's out here struggling right now. Is about to, he's coughing up a storm from his cat dander, but um, <laughs> I won. You won. And it was, I won. And it was jokes because you get the notification saying, uh, yo, it said victory <laughs> over Taos. And shit is savage. So I just like, you know, I had to message it to him. Message send him to a you little guys. screenshot. <laughs> Let you let you guys know, you know what I'm saying. And the thing is, I only worked out like three days last week because I got the dab and I just like chilled for a few days. I didn't do anything, but just those three days of like light activity still, still got him. Still That's got so him. funny that it does. It like it's so savage that it says victory, like Johnny Drama. It's like victory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. For those of you, if you don't know, T, uh, Lala and Tausi are on a uh, Apple Watch fitness challenge, nerds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I think uh, Lala's Lala's up in the ranks. So this is something we might be checking in on the regular. They're tied. Oh, they tied. Oh, oh it's one one because he won the week before. So now, yo, it's, producer, now yeah, you know producer I mean? Taos is a man of few words unless you're challenging his fitness. <laughs> ethic, yo. Then he wants to, then he wants to step in here and tell you what's popping. <laughs> <laughs> oh all right all right that's good that's good so i'm, I'm glad to hear that you're one one uh you, y'all lucky i don't have an apple watch that's the only reason oh we're lucky ramadan's over and like I, at least i took the initiative of hollering at someone be like yo how much does personal training cost and then they told me and i was like oh cool 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 and then i'm like i'm definitely not paying for that but <laughs> like at least i i took the initiative to start the discussion about getting healthier so i'm, I'm on my way me and Will jokes, Smith. It's, it's like my it's like my sister. She has she has a Peloton. Yeah. And so there's like this. It What's gets her address, keep... eh? And hey, what time yo, does she go to man. sleep, eh? Yo, don't worry, yo. Get you got the double dab. I'll get you over, bro. All it's right, all good. right, all right. Yeah. yeah. So yo, there's obviously like it it tracks your shit, right? Mm-hmm. But it also it tells you when you have like streaks going. So like weekly streaks, but they also have this like stretch meditation thing. Yeah. And so for a little while, she had a good streak going, but then like she she kind of like fucked off for a bit. And so she was just doing the meditation joint once a week to keep the the, the like streak going. And I'm like, yo, that doesn't count. Cheating. You had yeah. she had like a six week streak going. She's like, yeah, I've just been doing that meditation thing just to keep the streak going. I'm like, that's a, that's fake. It's you're just cheating yourself. You're What's cheating wrong yourself. With you? Literally, you're cheating I, yourself. I I was using that and I used it once to go to sleep to meditation one. And I'm like, wow, I've worked out a lot this week. I don't remember doing any of it. <laughs> exactly. So yo, was it just cheating yourself? I'm like, yo, you're fake. Speaking bro. of cheating, yo, what's going on at United, bro? What's going okay, on first there? First of all, no cheating. No cheating there. No cheating there. <laughs> just, really, just really, what are you doing, bro? First of all, mad, mad big things are happening. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, aside from like, I'm not down for the vandalism and like destroying 
property slash hurting people that that aside okay i'm in support i'm in full support of the protest that happened last week that ca- ended up canceling the united liverpool match okay they needed to make a statement against the ownership the glazer family of them trying to get into the super league and just of their just general ownership over the last 16 years right uh their funneling of money out of out of united and so i'm i'm in full support of that so what happened people just protested the game and then shut down they the protested stadium. yeah they, they they got into the stadium and then basically they were like lighting off flares and they're just whatever just running them that sounds like a normal european soccer match what's different? exactly yeah exactly <laughs> yeah anyway flares are part for the course <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah so they started letting off flares and protests and shit so basically it ended up uh, canceling the match last sunday so this week united have three matches which is crazy so they have like pretty much just like two days off between between matches which is it's, it's insane they also made it to the Europa final. Right. Your your man's made it to the Champions League final. They did. We got, they we did. got City versus City versus Chelsea. That's crazy. Yeah, so, like we yo, got into the real tournament and then you guys got into the participation trophy guys, tournament. like I don't know how <laughs> the fuck you guys did it. And same, same thing, like Madrid, Madrid should have had y'all, but even them, they were imposters too. So yeah. somehow you guys just made it in there. You squeezed it in. Fair play. Yo. Good on you. Good on you. Tuchel has made a, a huge change to that, that side. You guys have like a... Yeah. A great defensive presence and yo i mean respect Bro, respect the- is there but you guys are imposters <laughs> sus yo the funniest thing ever to me ever is like like you know how when you watch like tr- like leafs games or like raptors games and the commentators are like clearly like they're homers right they're like homers they're like clearly biased for the home team right yeah. yo english commentators take that to the next level like i was watching the <laughs> post game of chelsea and real and like it's it was a lot of like it was like Joe Cole, like some of the old Chelsea classics, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Bro, and the four of them are just sitting around and they're so chuffed up. They're like, what a time for English football. We're in the Champions League. He's like, he's like, we and look at these young players. And this guy, this one guy's like, he's like, he's like, he's like Mount and uh who's that guy in Man City? Foden. He's like, I yeah. believe Mount and uh Foden, uh, they're just as good as Mbappe and Holland. I'm like, okay, like, bro. bro. Like settle, settle down, bro. Like, like I know you're chuffed up a bit, but like chill out. And then he's always like, We gotta be proud. We got the best league in the world. I'm like, yo, aren't 50 percent of your players west african dog like (laughs) 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 but he's absolutely right we do have the best of course of course i say we like whatever but premier league is the best league in the world there's at least on any given day the bottom team sheffield united can beat a top team and just it happens every week Um, but yo we could have had a we could have had a complete english europa and champions league but fucking whack-ass gunners Whack ass gunners couldn't do uh couldn't do over Villarreal. So we no, could have had an Arsenal United Europa. I know, I know. Uh, it would have been it would have been dope. It would have been dope. But it's funny, it's always funny to watch British commentators, bro. They're like they're like, yeah, it's like we're, we're, like well, he's like, we're gonna let them play this summer, we're gonna win the world. They're like the Leafs, they are the Leafs of international yeah. football, bro. They get so hyped. They get so hyped. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> oh it's jokes, man, but that's yeah, wild. Um, that's wild. That was crazy. The the protests against the Glazers have continued. I don't think it's gonna stop. For people who don't know, they did this like crazy leveraged buyout 16 years ago and have just been kind of paying interest this entire time instead of actually paying down the debts that they've that they've leveraged out. So it's it's crazy. People are pissed. Like there's like pretty much a billion of debt into this into this uh, into this club, which is they were debt free before the before the bot uh, before the Glazers came in. So it's crazy. 
So now their only way out is to buy Dogecoin. (laughs) (laughs) Essentially, your boy Elon. They probably they probably were like all those geeks at home, like stroking themselves to Elon on SNL, waiting for him to shout out Dogecoin. They're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna become a millionaire tonight. Oh yeah, Elon, do it for. And then, then, then Elon's just like, Michael Shea's like, so it's a hustle, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a hustle. Yeah, it's hustle. <laughs> tank. Yo, what happened? What happened to the price it after tanked, that? It, bro. Dip, it tanked. Dippy, dippy. All yo. of these people were just banking on it going, going over a dollar, and it just didn't. Yeah, it didn't go nowhere. But yeah. all the other cryptos have been on a crazy rally recently. So Ether's yeah. up over five five k last I checked. Uh, yeah, hey, how much you got yeah, there? Eh? Don't worry about that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's too funny. Like I and I, and this is going to be ongoing. And 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 like I said it before, like I actually do believe in the premise. I believe in the technology. Like, and it, it's it's already changed the world. Yeah, but yo, some of this shit. Some of these are wild, bro. Some there's some there's some bunk ones that are coming out, bro. What was the one that Telsey was telling us about? Yo, bro, this shit's called Come Rocket. <laughs> Can you imagine being like a, a financial institution regulating on like Coinbase? Like imagine your Coinbase and then you have to add cum rocket to your sales. Yo, the, the coder who's putting that thing, who's listing that thing onto the exchange is like, this is hilarious, but I'm doing this right now. Yo, it's bare pump and dump, bro. Like yeah. it's just pure, like some of these coins make, and it's been going on for a while, but they're just getting even funnier. Now. Yeah. It's like, like Doge, Doge is obviously, it was a meme coin. And then you have this one which just they're just blatantly taking the piss now right yeah like come rocket but like i don't know maybe it's the next great coin and now there's like there's this new thing called BitClout, which i've been seeing uh which i've been seeing on like clubhouse and stuff where like you can actually buy uh like coins of your favorite creators some people are killing it on there like it's really like some people yeah so like you can basically buy like uh so like when rc gets on there right you like (laughs) buy buy a couple coins of rc for like 0.0001 uh cents or bitcoin whatever like just throw me what you want you know pay for play right now and then it's like investing in artists and stuff before oh word okay or created before they go out so it's like bro everything is digital bro i sometimes i see money in my wallet now i just light it on fire because i don't know if it has any value (laughs) anymore (laughs) i just just light it on fire for no reason and my nephew's like could i have it like no no No, you can't I made a conscious decision like so, a few yeah, years man, ago I, about just I put a certain amount of money into it and I was like, either this is gonna either this is gonna go where it goes or it tanks. But like this is how much I'm comfortable losing. And I'm just I left it at that. So, you know, I've been letting it ride since I don't know, seems about three, four years now, and it's going all right. That's it. <laughs> the whole the Doge thing is just like so indicative of the cult of Elon, man. Like, I'm just gonna say this, bro. I just think there's people who idolize the dude because there's a lot of nerds coding with a laptop who saw elon be like yo that guy makes me believe i can fuck (laughs) (laughs) honestly like i just feel like that's what it is like everybody needs someone to like aspire to as a mold and so everyone's just like they're just like i want to be like elon man because i I can fuck It's like, I can send people to the moon and build electric cars and, and fuck, man. <laughs> Bro. And so I just, it's the whole cult around him, like, he wrote this tweet, like, imagine me, imagine working 16 hours a day, seven days a week for like the last X amount of years and people calling you lucky. It's like, bro, like, I'm not taking anything away from what the guy accomplished entrepreneurially. Like, he's a trendsetter. Yeah, he's he's a ahead smart of the curve. Dude, he's good sure. at marketing. Yeah. Bro, but like, 
there's nurses in the ER working those hours. They're not fucking billionaires. Like that's, that's not indicative of your individual success. Right. And I think this is my only problem when people get into these like cult of personality around people, because then it's the same thing with Joe Rogan. Right. We talked about that too. Mm -hmm. It's like, because they're very successful at one type of thing. Right. And they've achieved remarkable success in that thing it gives them carte blanche to say whatever they want about any fucking topic. And people who like them are like, yeah, for sure. It's like, Oh, Joe Rogan said, I don't need the vaccine. Okay. Fuck it. Dude. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It. All, <laughs> like, all I need to do is work out and take vitamin D. That's all I need, man. Fuck this vaccine. Yeah, man. And I remember Bill Burr kind of shut him down. He's like, don't fucking do that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> no, like, like I'm not getting like, you a doctor. You a doctor. <laughs> nah, then shut up. Bro. Yeah. Right. So and I feel like Rogan and Elon are like that where it's like, okay, congratulations. No one's taking away from you. You're remarkably successful. You've built your own fucking path. You have a hundred million dollar fucking podcast. Although Spotify pays people 0.1 cents for streams. Like, yo, RC's not getting no streams. <laughs> like Toronto Man's pod. I don't even know if we've seen a stream. I don't even know if there's an account associated with our podcast. <laughs> right? Meanwhile, this guy's getting a hundred million. But it's like, okay, congratulations. You did that. Doesn't make you a fucking epidemiologist. Doesn't make you a fucking public health professional. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't make you a fucking like political scientist or like an energy specialist like you can't just because you're good at that shit it doesn't mean now you can create this army of fucking goobers who are just like yeah okay joe rogan said it so cool i'm not getting vaccinated like that's fucked up dude don't do that you have power man yeah the platform is power power, right you have power use it responsibly yeah they're not they just feed into that it's too much same shit with elon right yeah, same shit. So, guys, so he's like, using that clout to get Dogecoin all the way up, but it did, well, he was going to. It seems like that was the yeah. idea, but it didn't really work out. He probably already dumped before that, bro. He probably knew. He, this is like this is insider trading because the guy who can trade is also the guy who can affect the coin. That's so fucked the up. The jokes thing is I saw Meek Mill is like he he bought like a bunch of Doge and then as soon as, <laughs> Free Meek, as, soon, yeah, as soon as he did it fucking tanked. <laughs> Same thing with Coin Coinbase. He bought like he bought Coinbase. All of a sudden, psh, wait, anything this guy buys it fucking goes to trash. <laughs> Meek, bro. Poor like, Meek. Bro. Thank God you. Got- Thank God you got out, bro. And like your your moment and your story about incarceration was a big moment for like advocating about black rights and like, you know, it can happen to even the most successful, bro. But like, Meek, stop taking L's, dog. Like, <laughs> like stop taking, like, 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 you've got to write that track with Drizzy. You should have hung around with him and be like, yo, how do you keep getting the W's? Because I keep getting the L's. <laughs> like, give me some of the W's, dog. <laughs> Like Drake is W's by accident. Like he doesn't even try sometimes he gets W. Yo, you see this guy this past weekend? He had uh he had this program with Uber Eats and select um and select restaurants in the city where like if you order from these select restaurants on Mother's Day weekend, you get this, you get like a free candle, one of his like signature candles. You see that shit? Drake's in is that, is that what he lights up when he smashes? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bro, and it was all the rage. So like it, this shit sold out everywhere. Um it's from his like his candle company. So and everyone was loving it. Why does he have a candle company? Because he can do no wrong. Exactly what you were saying. He's getting he's getting W's everywhere for nothing. See, and so this is what I'm saying. Drizzy's getting W's everywhere. And like I think there's times when people call on him to have a more active voice on social issues and stuff, which I hope he does. But see, Drizzy's not out here telling people about the vaccine. He's just collecting his candle doubles. Yeah. He's not pulling no fucking Joe Rogan or no Elon. He's like, yo, mm, 
kind of bored today. Let me make a Billy off candles for a minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it, bro. That's it. So, yo, shout out. If you got if you got the clout and you can't say something positive for the community, just catch catch your candle doubles. That's it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Joe, Elon, sell some ayahuasca, like <laughs> lighters or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, fine, do do that shit. Just do that shit. Microdose, take ayahuasca. Just focus on that. Okay. Um, on a more serious note, uh, I know there's been some shit happening this week. Um, uh, some yes. sensitive, some sensitive topics, but uh we I think we felt like I think it's something that we need to uh speak. I think we must we must speak we out on to. a little bit. So um yeah well i mean uh it's uh it's been a very crazy week or so our growing weeks i'm sure a lot of you are seeing on your timelines or hope a lot of you are seeing on your social feeds and your timelines um people obviously a lot of muslim people arab people uh but i think people across the board people who generally care about human rights and social justice sharing uh about the situation in sheikh jarrah uh, in East Jerusalem going on right now, um, which is honestly just kind of an atrocious scene to watch. And like, um, for those who don't, I mean, it's, you know, it's a very complex issue in the sense that there's a lot happening in the lot short amount of time. And there's some journalists that you should follow Muhammad Al Kurd and Mona Al Kurd and IMEU. Um, these are organizations, Jewish Voices for Peace, but essentially what we're seeing is like something that's been ongoing in that region of the world for a long time. Yeah. But I think you're seeing a very egregious level of a human rights abuse where essentially what you have is Palestinian people living in their homes and Israeli settlers essentially coming in and evicting them with the help of the Israeli military. and when they're protesting these issues, they're actually have been attacked at like the Al-Aqsa Mosque, holy, third holiest site. Yeah. So I saw that this week. Um, and like, before you continue, it's, it's, it's a difficult, obviously it's a difficult and complex issue. And I just don't, I just don't know enough, forget having an opinion, but just, I don't know, I don't know enough about the history of the situation. Um, I know it's complex and there are a lot of layers to it. And a lot of things have happened, obviously, over the last 60, 70 years. And, and so there are, there's a lot of um, context to weave through that I don't, I don't know enough of. So it's always difficult for me to speak out or have an opinion on any of these things. So a lot of it is just kind of following from the outside. That said, the stuff this week has been obviously top of mind for a lot of people. And it's it, like, you know, like, like, like you're explaining, it, there's some some crazy shit that's happened, like like at this third holiest um, uh, place for for Muslim people, so the Al Aqsa Mosque, and um, that was a little bit jarring for sure. Yeah, and I think what you're touching on is something that a lot of people feel, and I don't think it's frankly something that's by accident, right? Um, there's been a historical fear of talking openly and honestly about this issue because essentially. It's been conflated that anytime you criticize the government of Israel, right, or the Zionist policies, that you're anti-Semitic and you're anti-Jewish, which, right? which I is very clearly not the case. Not, not. Of right? course not. It's not. Of course not. It's not the case. Yeah. But this is a historical strategy. Unfortunately, it's a communication strategy. It's a PR strategy, um, <clears throat> and governments around the world use this. They conflate 
religion and identity with things they're doing. You see it in India. You've seen it uh, in Afghanistan. You see it around the world. You see it in places like China where it's more of an ideology. But the honest truth is one of the reasons why people feel they don't quote unquote know enough, like a lot of people don't know the history of police brutality in America, right? right? They only really came to light during BLM, but they felt strong enough and compelled enough to speak out because they were seeing like, hey, this is a human rights issue that people I care about are sharing and we're learning more. And so we need to be part of this conversation. And so what were people doing during BLM? They're saying, hey, I'm sharing these resources and I have to take, do the work to educate and inform myself about this massive human rights issue that's ongoing, ourselves included. Right. Even as people of color, we had more work to do to be there. And you see Black Lives Matter proudly and openly said, we stand with the people in Sheikh Jarrah in Palestine. <clears throat> this is a colonial settler occupation. And, and that's the honest truth is historically, people have been afraid to speak openly on it because frankly, there have been a lot of repercussions because things are conflated. And now I think what you're seeing with something like Sheikh Jarrah is this feeling of a tipping point where people are saying, hey, we need to be able to call these things openly as they are. Bernie, Sand Bernie Sanders, Viola Davis, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, organizations like I meant, Jewish Voices for Peace, even a lot of European countries saying, you have, hey, you have to stop these settlements. They're illegal. 1967, like, we know there's a complicated history. We know the Jewish people have a long-standing history. We know, but it's historically tried to be painted as a religious issue. Are there religious tensions? Of course. Do... People face challenges on both sides from this conflict. Of course they yeah. do. But no, we can't equate these things as two equal sides having a voice at the table. These are an oppressed people living in essentially, again, I mean, it's essentially South Africa, right? If you read uh, Trevor Noah's book mm -hmm. um, and he talks about his experiences, this is really what the Gaza Strip and East Jerusalem is. This is a essentially sort of like a religious fundamentalism combined with a secular cultural fundamentalism that's being used as a way to really suppress and rob a specific group of people of their rights. And until people can see this for the human rights issue that it is and speak up openly about it as this is like a human rights issue. This is not like, oh, these are just two religious groups and they've been fighting forever and they will fight forever. No, it's not that. And that's a historical thing. And I think so that I would actually encourage people to say, look, you don't need to know everything about it to start getting involved and start speaking up about it. You can write letters. There's a petition in my bio at RCTV to Justin Trudeau saying, hey, Canada, you've historically taken a bad position on this because people are really genuinely afraid of backlash and repercussions. And I don't think it's going to get us anywhere if we're afraid to speak openly about it as allies to have conversations to say how can we have normalized relations between these different cultural religious groups when you have this huge sore spot right this huge illegal sore spot going yeah on? like i would i would love for somebody who is super informed on the the historical context detailed historical context of how things played out from you know world war one going forward I, I have tons of questions about this kind of stuff and just how things played out step by step throughout the ages and how we how we've come to this point like i would love to understand all of that and i know there's there's a lot of nuanced detailed historical context conversation that needs to be had to explain all that and um but but either way there's there's a lot of like you said 
major human rights violations happening in the midst of all of this. And it's, it's, it's a tricky topic to, to kind of yeah. to talk about. And I, I think what we're dealing with right now is in this current moment in time, it's a historic, it's the honest truth is this moment is very clear. These people have no rights to these homes. They're using weaponry and sewage, like skunk water, they call it. Like these are very violent strategies to displace people from their homes. It's a historical tradition, and it's not going to lead to peace in the Middle East unless people can speak openly about the fact that it's happening, right? And so I would say, check out what's happening there. Like, follow journalists like Mona El-Kurd, follow organizations like at the IMEU. Uh, These are organizations that are really not biased and essentially are reporting on like the human rights issues at the UN, like resolution after resolution. These are illegal settlements. But the bottom line is this state, this right-wing Israeli state is supported by American dollars, historical American dollars, billions and billions of dollars for this funding. And while they have that and they have that support, you saw that. You have someone like Andrew Yang who speaks himself out as a progressive. And the first thing he does is because he's trying to run for mayor of New York, he, you know, trumpets this line about two sides and equal self-defense. And now who's supporting him? Ted Cruz? Like, is this the side we want to be on, right? <laughs> like, is this the side of justice we want to be on? It's not. And I think, look, I'm just going to say this. Post 9-11, every person who was either strongly religious as a Muslim, tangentially related as a Muslim, Ismaili, Agahani, Arab, like, we have consistently been told, hey, what is your responsibility speaking up? Where the moderate Muslims? Where the moderate Muslims, right? Who's speaking out against the Taliban? How much, how many no fly lists have we been put on? How many side eyes have we gotten, right? We are always under scrutiny for extremist elements in our culture and our religions and ideologies. And we have to address them. We have to speak up and say, yes, there are people who use religious teachings or ideologies and they use them to take really cruel actions that have no place in anybody's faith context. So I would just say, I would say to people who are culturally Jewish, like to just say like, we need to be able to have these difficult conversations to criticize our own governments and organizations when they're doing things that are actually contrary to our beliefs. Cause we don't believe you can't at your core believe in these oppressions, right? Like you want people to be safe, but you can't at your core believe in these oppressions. So I just think like we're going to get, forward when we recognize this as a legitimate human rights issue. And I think you're seeing that. The honest truth is, I think despite all the attempts at censoring the people speaking out of there, like, look, even Instagram and stuff, like they were blocking hashtags and then they had to come back and admit that, you know, they were blocking hashtags here. They were blocking hashtags in Colombia. Like, let's be honest about what's happening here. Let's face the facts because that's the only way we're going to be able to move change. And it has to come from the citizenry because the governments are too locked into supporting this status quo. And Canada has responsibility in that. Canada, they always hold themselves as a peacekeeping nation. They have to be able to come forward with a stronger message. And that goes for JT saying it right now. So obviously a complicated issue, but I think one we need to touch on. And I hope that people listening to this dive deeper into the issue. And I hope that we don't see this as just an issue between two cultural groups. We need to see this as a larger human rights issue, like all the other issues that are happening around us right now. And on that note, uh, it's been another episode of Toronto Man's Pod. It's your boy, Lala. Uh, this is your boy, RC. Thanks for letting us make you laugh and sometimes letting us make you think. And uh, we hope to see you guys again next week. We out. Peace.